Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. country right now i don't i don't know how much that means really overall but for both fans they're in the top 20 and they're ranked 15 in the cbs poll they're ranked number 12 um and they pulled out a 34 27 uh overtime victory at pittsburgh um and that's a pittsburgh team that just came off a 38 31 win over west virginia um and the vols in the first half anyway they I mean, they they were going up and down the field. They look, you know, they look pretty stout offensively. Now, uh, you get to the second half, and they in regulation they score three points. Yeah, and in, in I mean, in two quarter in the in in two quarters of football in the second half, they score a field goal. And you and know, this is, and this is the vaunted and this is you know, wild gun the wild gun defense I mean, you know, or offense absolutely. Me, the, this is the apple. record the looking at record setting offense that that you had their eyes on breaking the single season volunteer uh, scoring record of i think 511 points in one season but and they may still do it and they may still do it but not if not if they keep playing second halves like they played yeah at Pittsburgh on Saturday afternoon now Pittsburgh in, in the same breath now they're their quarterback Slovis got injured right at the end of the first half. I was out. I was out. I was in the car. I didn't really get to see it. Can you? Yeah. The the, the play kind of what what it looked. The like. play. The you know it was a down about the twenty yard line, and it was a straight drop back. Linebacker comes through on a blitz. He's unblocked, and Slovis sees him, and basically just throws it out of the end zone. As, as you know, he, he sees him coming. Doesn't have no. He doesn't have a prayer. Now here's the team. Our guy jumped up to block it. Slovis jumped up over him to throw it. So both of them were up in the air, and the Tennessee guy then just does what we call a form tackle. He wraps his arms around him and brings his brings his arms in, which takes Slovis over backwards, and Slovis turns and lands on his shoulder. Okay, and bruises his so clavicle. It, so it, 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 was, it looks it, pretty vicious. It, I mean, it, you got to admit it. Looked, it looks vicious, and it probably technically was. A roughing the pass, which it was called. Oh, okay, it was called. so it was he did get rough. a flag. Okay. He, he got a flag on it, and I, and that's the reason why I went back and looked at the replays as much as I could because as, as a coach, I thought, man, that's a bad look. You get a roughing the passer and take out their star quarterback right before halftime. I, mean, I don't <laughs> see it. it. It was an unfortunate play. I did, I did not see it as a malicious play. Now, okay. what? Yes, it was a hard hit. Yes, it it was technically roughing the passer because he did pull his legs in as he came down with him and, and stuff like that. I didn't see it as a dirty 
it okay. it was it was hard it was unfortunate it, it slovis landed funny and he landed down on that shoulder and, and and just you know i thought he separated his shoulder when i saw the play but they said it was a bruised clavicle or a strained clavicle or something like that so he i don't know that he's going to be out for just, I mean, he's going to be out a couple of weeks and more slovis than is a transfer quarterback at, from southern cal yeah to, to um, pittsburgh so. but it was uh it was a very unfortunate play especially for pitt uh but I, I never saw it once I saw the replay. Now, at first, like I said, as it was happening, of course, the the camera follows the ball. Sure. So you don't see the hit. And I'm sitting there going, oh, gosh, roughing the passer and the quarterback's not getting – that's not good. Right. And then <clears throat> I watched the play over – you know, of course, they ran it over and over and over again. In my judgment as a coach, it was not dirty. Okay. Technically a foul, Yes. The penalty was deserved. The type of play to send, but, him, send him to the bench or to the locker room, no. But, but uh, yeah, it, okay. and, and I don't see it as an effort on the defensive player's part to actually try to hurt him. Okay. It was just a you know hustling hard play and, and unfortunately one of those things. Now, there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me about that, sure. and there's going to be a lot of people that said it was a dirty play. Um. I just didn't. I didn't see it that way. Well, you know, it, it, in the same breath, the other game we were talking about was Texas and Alabama, and um, this young young QB phenom that they've got at Texas, uh, Mister Ewers, uh, and that's spelled E W E R S. Uh, he came out just guns blazing and and, Al- and gave Alabama and gave more, Al- than, more than they wanted. Absolutely, and uh, and uh, and. In that game, he was he was also hit and put out of the ball game. Uh, with I, I I think it was either also another clavicle kind of a yeah shoulder. Bone. It was his left shoulder. Okay, it wasn't his that, was shoulder. that was that what yeah. it was? And and so he came out. He went to the locker room and came out completely out of his uh, uniform yeah. and everything. He was in basic street clothes on the sideline. Yeah. Um, and Alabama had a very tough go of it at, at Texas uh, going in as a twenty point favorite. And I think everybody was kind of surprised, except except for Nick Saban. After the, well, you know, afterwards, after of course, then this is after the fact. Sure, but Saban did say, you know, hey, we're we're playing against our former offensive coordinator that knows knows he, everything we knows do. everything about knows Alabama. our people, <laughs> knows our people knows like our the back personnel of his absolutely, and mm-hmm. has been basically probably half his team was recruited by that and guy. And has basically <laughs> been scheming for this game all summer long. I mean, you know, how important is it for Sarkeesian right. to? Do a a bang up job against Alabama, oh, yeah. and how important is it to his uh, start at Texas A M as head coach? Oh, and, huge! And huge. and playing against Nick Saban. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but Alabama, uh, you know that Bryce Young, he he's just I don't know what to tell you. He he's earned his accolades, man. He that 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 play where he escaped that outside that, blitz, that twenty yard run, yeah, there. Hey, right I there mean, at the end to put him in field goal range. I swear, was, it, folks, if anybody has eyes in the back of their head, that kid has <laughs> eyes in the back of his head, and, and how he kept that knee off the ground when he ducked under that guy, you know, was I mean, he he you know he really is something special, and and I think if. Uh, even people that aren't Alabama fans uh, are amazed yeah. at just watching it. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, he's just something true. To I'm him. not. I'm not an overly big Alabama fan. I respect them. I understand. You know, understand that they are a juggernaut and agree that they are. 
uh, man, you just got to tip your hat. That, that was that was a Heisman and, level play, and you know and, what? And it won the game for you him. Know, last last person to win back to back Heisman's. You know, do, you, do you remember who that was? I remember right. It was an Ohio State guy named Archie Griffin. Oh, Archie Griffin. I, I remember seventy four, right. seventy five, yeah. or something like that. So now you've got Bryce Young, and he he very well. I he mean, very easily could. You know, uh, he's got to stay healthy. We got a long way to go. He's got to stay healthy. Got a long that's way to go. Yeah. Now. Um, Another another kid that's come back um, and was having some problems with medical problems with some blood clots was and is a, a heck of a quarterback. His weight for is Sam Hartman, and this guy is if you watch him play, he is just a terrific quarterback. Has a terrific head on his shoulder, very smart, and plays for Wake Forest. And they beat they went to Vanderbilt and won forty five twenty five this weekend. Uh, in a little bit of a rainstorm, it was kind of on and off up yeah. in Nashville, but it it started out the game raining in most of the first half, and then kind of slacked up a little bit at halftime, and 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 cleared out a little bit towards the end of the ball game. But uh, the Commodores went down by twenty, were got beat by twenty, and that was that was one of my Magic Eight Ball picks on Friday. So I just want to let everybody. And my other Magic Eight Ball pick was the U, uh, UNLV. Uh, are they still the Rebels? The look, you, I think I don't know that they've changed they, their name or not. I, I, uh, I think I they are. But, okay. Anyway, UNLV was was getting uh, thirteen from California and uh, University of California, and they lost by six. So that's two and zero oh on the Magic Eight Ball, and I've got Magic Eight Ball pick at the end of this show today. So don't go anywhere. Um, but uh, as we as we look at the top six, Georgia top five or top ten. Let's start, let's go top ten. Georgia jumped Alabama in the AB in the AP poll and the CBS poll. Uh, Alabama comes in second with Ohio State <clears throat> um, third. Uh, Michigan has moved up to fifth. Do you think it's possible that you could see Ohio State and Michigan in the playoff? I mean, you saw Georgia. No, you saw Georgia Alabama. We saw Georgia Alabama now. We saw Georgia Alabama. Yeah. Why couldn't we? we could because one one of those two, probably the one wearing not. amazing blue, is going to choke it before this year is over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, right. I mean, that's that's his history. Well, that's Michigan, his history. He's going to find one game that he's going to screw up. <laughs> well, both those teams took it out on some have-nots, which, you know, Ohio State yeah. beat Arkansas State 45-12, to 12, and Hawaii came, went to Michigan and – when the Rainbow Warriors went home, a fifty-six. Well, now that's lose. that's not a you know what advantage you know Vanderbilt beat Hawaii pretty badly, so and, you know. And Furman uh, went to Clemson, and they went home a thirty-five to twelve loser. Uh, and Clemson comes in at fifth, uh, ranked fifth. Then Oklahoma, followed by Oklahoma State, uh, Southern Cal, Oklahoma State, and the University of Kentucky, uh, who's been known as a basketball, just you know, a basketball school. A they went down to Stoops, Florida. Stoops has them. They playing went down to Gainesville, well. and I'm telling you, they won. They beat Florida by ten points in the swamp. You know, and made and made them yeah. like it. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm telling Stoops, you, Stoops has them playing well and believing. That's that's the big thing. He's they are now believing they can play with anybody, and with somebody like, and they've got a chip on their shoulder. You know, they're tired of being that basketball That's school. Right. And, and so that, that football team coming out with a chip on the shoulder, and they believe they can play with anybody. So Kentucky at nine is followed by Arkansas at number 10. Uh, so that gives us uh, SEC-wise, that's four out of four out of the top ten teams are SEC teams. Uh, basically, surprise, surprise. Basically one, two, nine, and ten. Um, 
And then this weekend, uh, you've got to talk about some upsets. You've got, you've got Appy State that went to Texas A&M and won 17-14. And Texas A&M yeah. at that time was, was ranked number six in the nation. Yeah. Uh, and they walk out there with one, if I'm 1. A Division 1.5 million. Coach, if I'm a Division One coach right now, the last team I want to see coming up on my is, schedule is, is Appalachian State. Appalachian State. Well, they have, uh, you know, they they knocked off well, Michigan. Not, they knocked off, you know, they have knocked. They have knocked. And Michigan was ranked high at the, number one at the time. And their quarterback, right. the Bryce kid, is a real is the real. Oh, hey, the whole, is, that whole team's a real deal. Is the real deal. Boom. And they 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 couldn't get out of because of some traveling problems out of. Uh, uh, out of Texas A&M, they had to spend the night there that night, and Boone, about, and those students I bet that was about, a long night. About tore Boone, North Carolina, to the ground trying to get them home, but they had to wait till the next day to party with the students back uh, back in Boone at, at Appy State. So um, let's see what else we have. The Mar- the Marshall Thundering Herd beat Notre Dame. They went to Notre Dame. They get a $1.25 million check to go into Notre Dame and beat them 26-21. Yeah, don't you know that new Notre Dame coach is feeling well, the heat you know, already? It's over, Notre Dame a little bit overrated at number five in When the are country. they not overrated? I mean, you know, just because they have an NBC <laughs> TV deal, they get rated uh, the, high For some reason, year. people see those golden domes and they think there's something special. And, and, and have you heard anything on Scott Frost? Because Georgia Southern – went to Nebraska and whooped Nebraska 45 to 42. This is Georgia Southern, not I mean yeah. this is Georgia Southern. Yeah, yeah, the same team that I, kind of spoiled somebody else's well, I mean, opening, you know, I just, game. I'm just saying Georgia Southern has a quarterback his name is Kyle Van Trees who accounted for 409 yards of 642 total yards that Georgia Southern put up at Nebraska. So I'm yeah. waiting for any second now to get a across the wire that that Scott Frost, the head coach at Nebraska, yeah, the defib- the, 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 the is, defibrillator to his uh, coaching career there is actually is being pulled out right now. Is being goal. pulled is being pulled out right now, and I don't, I just don't see him surviving. Um, I don't see him, you know, back next year if if he survives this year. Right. I, I don't, I, and it's if he. If he pulls the same stunts that he's done, and you're talking about some vicious tweets, weeks. the Abby State, kid, well, Abby State kids are sending his, sending Texas A&M yeah. appreciate the 1.5 million dollars and the win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, back, back to some of Frost stuff. He's <laughs> he's, uh, he's you know he's made some really weird decisions already this year. Well, you know, and yeah. you know that onside kick last. Last uh, week was desperate man will do desperate. Yes, things. but when you had when you have an a, old saying, you when know. you have a fourteen point lead yeah. and you you onside kick and give the other the team the chance to score right before the half. I'm, yeah. The thing about it is he's gonna end up doing a terrible job there and walk away with millions and millions oh, yeah. of dollars. So here we go. Hey, we're gonna take a break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake and he's Coach Mike, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we're gonna talk NFL on the backside of this break. Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer at Foodland right here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee, right here on West 7th Street. Specials for Wednesday, September 7th through Tuesday, September 13th. We got ground chuck at $3.49 a pound, home New York strips, $4.99 a pound, or by the steaks already cut up for $5.99 a pound, Great fresh pork chops, assorted bombing, $1.99 a pound, ginger gouda, gala apples today, three pound bag for $2.99. 
Green Cabbage for 59 cents. Prego Pasta Sauce 2 for $4 for people that like to eat their spaghetti when you get cold. Have Red Baron Pizzas at $3.99. Coke, Sprite, or Dr. Pepper. A six-pack half-liter bottle is 3 for 12 There you go, folks, and that's not all. There are two pages to this special sale circular and their other great specials. Barry, talk about your days and hours. We're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. for your shopping convenience. See you, man. Hi, folks. This is Drake Colley. Join me and Barry Duke for the Front Porch Sports High School Game of the Week. Brought to you by 101.7 WKOM-FM, Murray County Schools, and Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat. Now, pregame begins at 5.30 with the complete game broadcast to follow at 7 with Columbia's own Barry Duke and Coach Mike in the booth. Do not miss it. Here we go. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Welcome back, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and this is with me today is Coach Mike. Running the board for us. What's well, going? At least I'm trying to run trying the board to run today. It's it's uh, it's been one of those days. The buttons, my, my buttons are getting backwards on. The As old saying goes, silence is golden. Sometimes, you know. Well, I mean, when it, the, but not in this profession. Not in this <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You know what I mean? I mean that's that's the way things go. Uh, just, uh, and speaking of the road about, uh, bringing up the road to hell, what happened to our Titans yesterday? What, what's going on with the Titans? Uh, you know, as, an old, as an old football coach, I, I'm, I'm, I just have a real problem with some of the play calling decisions that are well, being made. I mean, as they, as they say, you know, they were in New York, they were cruising. Hey, they were, just, they were cruising. You know what I mean? They were, it was 14. Yeah. 14 and 14 nothing or whatever. No, 13 to nothing, whatever. 13, yeah, to, nothing. 13 to nothing. And they're just cruising right along first half and giants aren't doing anything offensively. And then all of a sudden, uh, 26 for the giants, Saquon Barkley, he breaks one off on the left-hand side and runs about 70 yards down to about the Titans 20. And, uh, yeah, and then they punch got, it in. Then Titans have a couple of opportunities at third and one or something like that in short yardage situations with the best running back in the NFL and the at least this one of the top five left tackles in the NFL and they go away from it. So they what, do something different and I have yet to figure that out. They did it the same. They did the same thing in the playoff game in Cincinnati last year. He's doing it again this year. I just don't understand. So what you're you telling, dance with the one that brung you. I got you. And, and what, what you're saying is this: you might as the, the the Titans' offense, and when it got to be third and one, they might as well just have held up a large sign and said, "We're going to give it to number twenty-two, and, and told, we're going over told, the left side." Call the and, Giants' defense. Yeah, we're going over the left side. Okay. Everybody in in Nissan if Stadium stop know us, that. Stop if you can stop us for one yard, power to you. And they you didn't know, do that. And well, well, they had they had one situation where they put Derrick Henry in the wildcat. It was third and a couple. That, maybe that third one couple. wasn't such a bad play. And, and, it, execution and, was and, bad, and he just took his yeah. eye off the yeah. ball and fumbled the ball. Basically, dropped the ball. 
did not did not receive the ball cleanly, but just basically dropped the ball, knocked it down to his right hand side, fell on it. They punted the ball away. Uh, but the really one that was a backbreaker was late in the fourth quarter, and they needed a yard, and they they did this kind of is that, is, is that a wide receiver? It's jet a sweep, jet sweep, of? or a speed sweep. Uh, some people you know call it a fly so sweep, the, depending whether you went in front or behind the quarterback. So uh, the wide receiver is moving from right to left, and they're trying to outrun the defense. And as he gets, and, he's in motion, and they hike the ball, and the quarterback either either pitches it to him or hands it to him forward. Yeah, as he takes, bump. as he goes around the left left end, and man, they they sacked it for a yeah. three yard loss. I mean, yeah, you know, and, and like you said, you've got a two hundred and fifty pound, six foot four running back that runs like a deer. In the backfield, give him the damn ball. I'm sorry, I, Scott. Pardon my language, yeah, but I, give him the ball. Yeah, I, I just that that part just it, it I mean, escapes I me. And it I don't care, me. like you said, I don't care if the Giants know it or not. Yeah. I'm gonna send him a telegram. Say, here it comes. <laughs> if, if you can stop it, stop it. I mean, yeah, come especially on. for one year. Now, if it's if it's over you know, two yards, maybe th- even three or more, then yeah, okay. You may have to come up with something a little different, play action or something like that. But I'm still going to do something with Henry, and I'm going to have him running straight ahead, you know, or a, at a you know forward at a slant, getting his shoulder squared up, and well, then I'm going to run behind Lawan, who is yeah. You know, unless there's something wrong with Lawan, if, if if his knee was still bothering him or something like that, he got dinged up in the first half a little bit. But even at that, you know, I'm still going behind my two bell cat, you know, my. My most yeah. expensive lineman, my, they my don't best know what the running back. The Giants don't know what the yeah. snap count is. And I'm going you behind know. them and, and you know, you know, there, there's a big chance, and it's happened before, where, you know, the Giants or, you know, the defense lines up and, and puts eight men in the box and stuff like that, and he pops it. And then he's off to the races, and I'm no all, one's going to catch I'm all that. for tra- changing the cadence. If you've got an extra, oh, yeah. if you got a timeout to spin – Change the cadence up a little bit right there towards towards the yeah. end of the of the of the play clock. See if you get him to jump, so get him to jump. If not, all time out, regroup, get your lineman over there, and but, say, "Look, we're putting this on your back. Yeah. You you guys and Derrick Henry, we're paying we, you we, an awful lot of money, and we need to a damn yard. You better, we better yeah. get this yard yeah. right now. Yeah, and no, and there's no better coast than. And Fravor. what are you tell? And what are you telling your lineman? What are you telling your lineman when you say, "I've got to do some kind of gadget play"? For one I, yard, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you, I, I, that you, you don't know. have faith in them. Yeah, you, I mean that's that that's you the don't thing. feel good about. You don't feel good about the highest yeah. paid, uh, the one of the, top if five, not, if top not five the best in, running back. And well, top, oh, the best running back, I, hands down. I see in the, in best the NFL, and, and one and, of your and you're worried about top five left tackles, and you run the, some type of uh, gadget crazy. I, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I'll put it this way: When I was offensive coordinator, I would have been fired by my head coach <laughs> had I gone away from my 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 key well, guy. And and, and um, that's I know this is the NFL, and you got out. You know, this is this is a classic case of a coach outthinking himself. He, he's you know everybody's expecting this, so I got to do something different. No, you don't. Well, I'll tell you what. Just put it on this big dog speaking, and let him carry the load. Speaking of coaches, Dable for the Giants. If you were going to give yeah. out coach of the coach, wow. of, coach of the week, I'd, I'd say he definitely yep. coach of the week. But coach of the year right now, you would have to and give it to him. The other thing, because because Daniel Jones had just driven down the field earlier and thrown, tried to throw a back shoulder pass, and it was just a very poor throw. Uh, 
Well, I mean, the throw was probably on, but the defender was looking straight at him. So when you and what that what the announcers were talking about, uh, I think it was Charles Davis was one of them. Um, he was talking about, you know, you throw that back shoulder pass as the defender is running with the yeah. with the wide receiver. Right. So he kind of has his back turned to the quarterback. The, yeah, the defender the, has to react. The defender has to react to the receiver. The Titans defender was facing the quarterback. When, <laughs> he saw the pass. He saw the pass coming. <laughs> so there wasn't any. There yeah. wasn't any surprise. There wasn't any misdirection. He just stepped right right in front of the uh, receiver and caught the ball, and and there was a terrible, terrible turnover when the Giants really had a shot to mm-hmm. uh, to to get a, a, well take the lead in that game and get yeah. back in that get back in that game, but but now he's got a- Jones. They 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 came back and and scored that late touchdown and then went for two and uh, you know and got it. Saquon yeah. Barkley could be back and healthy. I mean, that guy, that guy is something else. Yeah, he had like 130 is. yards at the two point conversion. Uh, had a touchdown. I mean, the kid. He, yeah, he's he's a, he's he obviously. Everyone talks about that two point conversion being so tough to get. It's you know your chances are are usually better than 50. percent You know, if because again, you're looking at your three yards in the NFL, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think I think it is on three yards. Yeah, so um, yeah, again, you're asking your line to get three yards, right? And and you and, see a lot of teams, and you see a lot of teams throw where they have some type of run yeah. option right there, where right? They, where they roll the but quarterback, they get, and out if they can the get their quarterback around outside contained, then yes, that's a really good play because now now your defensive backs right. are in a no win situation. Right? Uh, they've right. got to come up and stop the quarterback before he crosses. That line, or they've got to hang, hang back and keep his passing lanes. Uh, now, if you can keep him contained, then the, the advantage goes back to the defense. Okay. Well, let's run over a few of the few of the games yesterday. That uh, and and you guys listen. You know, you make your decision for yourself whether you believe they're upsets or not. But Chicago winning nineteen ten at home over San Francisco. San Francisco came in r- roughly about a six point favorite. And you know both of them. Both of them kind of have young quarterbacks. Justin Fields for but the Bears. Trey Lance out of what, North Dakota State, I think, is where he's from. Uh, and they're sending Garoppolo on his way, or just you know, I, I don't think he's been shipped off yet. But they're they're starting Trey Lance uh, in in place of Jimmy G, who took who took the Forty uh, ers to a Super Bowl but lost. And to the NFC Championship game, and all that's been within the past three or four years. Yeah. But they've decided to go Trey Lance, and they lost yesterday, only scoring ten points in a quagmire of rain. I mean, that place was soaked. So it was soaked. I think there were a couple of times they when, lost, they, when the referees were trying to place the ball, and it kept floating away. <laughs> they lost nineteen to ten. And I, now, tell, I saw a penalty that was the most interesting. I was gonna, yeah, yeah. Tell 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 our listeners about that. I, penalty did, I didn't, didn't know see. this was a penalty to tell you. Nor did I. The kicker comes out, or the holder. They're they're, they're going to do. It was an extra point, or it was a field goal. I th- it was a kicking play. I think it was, it was a field goal, uh, and, and they so made the, it. So the uh, the 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 holder comes out with a towel, and the and water literally starts sponging <laughs> sponging off the turf where he's going to place the ball. It is soaking wet. Yeah, it is literally and he a puddle. Pressing the towel down on the spot where he's going to, and then he he gets it as dry as he can get it, and he flips the towel behind him. And they they run the play and they throw it for a delay of game is the was the call and that part I hadn't figured out. And they took the points off the took board. the points off the board. I did not know. And I had the under in that game, so I, I was I you was know, happy. I, as I, I can remember, ended up punting. I can remember when 
there was a playoff game in the snow that the 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 team manager came out with a shovel. That, that or they or they ran uh, might have cleared off the area. I'm not sure where they they came out there with those snow yeah. machines and, and, and cleared, cleared off cleared where they replaced the ball. And, and, I don't uh, think they had a flag thrown on them for that. I, I, I don't. Uh, and that may be the the rule that got changed since they <laughs> did that, but it was right. yeah, that was one of the strangest things I've ever seen. New Orleans uh, pulled out a uh, last second field goal with 19 seconds to go, not last second, 51 yard field goal by Will Lutz to win over the Marcus Mariota um, Atlanta Falcons 27-26. Not much of a surprise there. One surprise is Indianapolis went to Houston. And uh, they ended up in a 2020 tie. Rarely in the NFL do you see a a 2020 tie. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had a big day, but that was about the only bright spot, really, for the Matt Ryan quarterback, uh, Indianapolis coach. Ryan's had had an interception or t- uh, interception, and Jonathan T- Michael Pittman had a big day. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 161 yards and one touchdown. He is a stud uh, for sure. Um, the uh, Baltimore beat the Jets, Hanley. That's not a big deal. Wash, Carson Wentz, Washington Commanders. He had four touchdowns and a win over Jacksonville, 28-22. And uh, we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game when we get past this break, okay? Because that was a crazy, nutty game. And a, and somewhat of an upset. I mean, Cincinnati, you know, Super Bowl Cincinnati and all that stuff last year and Burrow and Jamar Chase, so – you know, that's, that's a big deal. But we're going to talk about that on the back side of this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Coach Mike. You guys don't go anywhere. I've still got my Magic 8-ball pick from Monday Night Football. We've got Russell Wilson, newly acquired by Denver, going back to Seattle tonight. The only team he ever played for was the Seahawks. Now he's going back there tonight. Boy, the NFL knows how to set yeah, up the drama. Yeah, up. Okay. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one of a kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. How about a win? How about a win? How about a win with top prizes? How about a bid for a win and a play for quick bucks? How about a win? About a win with a win and a bid for one dollar, two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar quick games, the best cash games around. How about a win? About a win with a win and sold at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Try the new instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. They're loaded with top prizes from fifty up to five thousand dollars. Get them before they're going, going, gone. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. One lucky Powerball player will ring in the new year with a million-dollar win. Powerball's New Year's Rockin' Eve VIP experience is back with a chance for you and a guest to score the trip of a lifetime to New York City for New Year's Eve. Win exclusive access to epic events and a chance to be the first Powerball millionaire of 2023. Announced live on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Enter your Powerball tickets at TNVIPRewards.com by October 30th. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee.
here. Now I am. There you go. You got everything <laughs> under control. All right, before that break, we were talking about some NFL games and uh, what might have been some upsets uh, of the weekend. We've had we had a lot in college. I mean, if you really think about it, we had some uh, some surprising home losses by some storied collegiate teams and uh another team that lost uh, yesterday in the NFL at home were the Cincinnati Bengals and um they took on the Pittsburgh Steelers and of course the Steelers are always tough you know the Steelers were a touchdown underdog and I mean full touchdown set with the extra point seven points and they won 23-20 in a wild overtime victory at Cincinnati um much to the chagrin of the Bengals fans, you know. And, and But then again, Pittsburgh always travels great, so I'm sure there were a bunch of people. Yeah, if you, if you were watching that game, though, you found out why head coaches hate kickers. Well, absolutely. <laughs> they absolutely hate kickers. Absolutely. They're, they're one of those necessary evils to, to, to football. I mean, you got to have a good one. I mean, that's, sure. this weekend was the, was the demonstrator of that. But that's also why kickers give coaches ulcers, and uh, and, and you also, but you also realize why why special teams are are, are extremely are, important are a are a definite factor. Yeah, they're twenty percent on, on you whether know. you win or lose the ball game. Yeah, when we were coaching our team, you know, I said there was always, there was always five elements. There was always five elements to our team that were extremely important. You had your offensive front, offensive backs, defensive front, defensive backs, special teams. Right, well, right at the end yeah. of that ball game, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, they they go for it fourth down and they don't make it. I mean, with a, I don't know, right around the two minute warning, they 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 don't make the fourth down right at the goal line. So then Pittsburgh gets the ball back and Cincinnati has three timeouts. Cincinnati gets the ball back, drives down with basically no time on the clock, um, scores a touchdown. They're going to kick the extra point with two seconds in in regulation, and Pittsburgh's newly acquired corner, a defensive back, Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Acquired from Miami Dolphins, a uh, former University of Alabama player, uh, comes in from the left hand side and gets a hand on the ball. Now, this is only after Cincinnati's long snapper had been put out of the game. Yeah, the uh, the, the timing of the long snapper, the holder, and the kicker is critical. If you if the timing is right, it is next to impossible to block the kick. Right. We so, used to practice. In fact, we practiced when I was in high school. We practiced without a line to get our timing down. We would have guys rushing from certain points without a line in front of us to just to give our kicker confidence that hey, it doesn't matter. Get it off. You know, you can get it off. Well, and that, and you but know, that, and the timing was messed up a little bit. He did the 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 uh, the, the substitute snapper right. snapped it a little high. But so what happens you know. is they they go. They end up twenty twenty and uh, twenty all, and uh, they go into overtime, and they go back and forth. And McPherson, who is a young, strong-legged, dead-eye kicker, and was and may, was was put in kind of on a pedestal as far as kicker goes last year during the uh, Bengals playoff run and Super Bowl, and this guy gets a twenty-nine yarder. So yeah, you're thinking we're talking about chip shot. Yeah. So let's see, twenty-nine yard. You're teeing it up on the nineteen-yard line. Right. That's that's an extra point. I mean, and he that, that, literally it is an extra point, and he misses it. Uh, <laughs> and so then, right, they go a little bit, a little farther, deeper into uh, overtime, and it kind of looks like it might end up being a tie, like the Indianapolis Houston game, and that would have been wild if both games tied twenty twenty. Wow. But uh, Pittsburgh got in position and kicked a 
uh, a late field goal in overtime to take the 23-20 victory, which was pretty much it was enough. a walk off. It was a walk off kick. Yeah. He he kicked it with no, you know, the, when the ball went through, there was no time left. Well, there you so go. So it so, was a walk off kick. Well, so. there you have it. Um, and uh, Cleveland uh, Browns went to Carolina and won 26-24 over Carolina. Now, yeah, this is the Carolina's new quarterback was Baker Mayfield, who Cleveland got rid of because they. Decide they're going to pay Deshaun Watson just to stand Deshaun Watson two hundred sixty-five million dollars contract <laughs> to sit outside the stadium and to watch sit on his butt for the first eleven games of the season, uh, and then they're going to ship Baker Mayfield off, and which Carolina Panthers desperately need a quarterback. Quarterback, and the only quarterback that the Browns had was Jacoby Brissett, who's been a journeyman throughout the NFL. Uh, he, he's been with, I think he started with the Colts. He think he went yeah. to. Miami, I think he might have even been to Baltimore. I, think I he was with New England for a bit. I mean, uh, this guy, I mean, New, uh, New Orleans. For I'm a not really while. sure how many teams he's. Uh, you know, we don't have that much time in the show, <laughs> but I'm telling you, this guy's been everywhere, and he won. Yep. <laughs> the The Browns win 26-24. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, they looked hapless in the first half, and and then they caught a little bit of fire. He had a long touchdown to Robbie Anderson. Um, Mayfield also fumbled the ball four times. He did not lose the ball, but he fumbled the four times. And what does that mean, Coach? When, yeah, usually when you're when you're linemen, when your linemen are recovering your fumble, it usually means that the lineman blew the block and he's chasing the guy back that's about to hit you. Okay, okay. And, and there goes the football. No, there goes the football, and since he's running back that direction anyway, rolling in uh, front of he him, ends right? up falling on it. But uh, yeah, it's usually not a good sign. Okay, well, uh, Philadelphia thirty-eight to thirty-five over Detroit. It was a track meet. Uh, in Detroit, and I, you know what? Somebody uh, had a pretty good game that game. A.J. Brown, former Titan <laughs> that we just dealt off, he had, uh, let's see, 12 receptions for 100 and – no, I'm sorry, 10 catches for 155 yards. Um, and he set a franchise record for receiving yards in a debut by a non-rookie. So if you're, if you're not a rookie – and you're coming from another How many team. qualifications can we come up with? I don't know. But I'm just saying, he set a record for a non-rookie debut for a Philadelphia Eagle at 10 catches and 155 yards. And I think the Titans – statisticians the Titans, justifying the Titans could have used The Titans could have used him yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's not be – let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately – Yeah, we were talking about that during the break. I think he – unfortunately, he was just – it wasn't they didn't want him. He was just a salary cap. Victim. No, you can't pay. And you can't, you can't pay, pay. You know, you, you you're paying. You're paying your, your top lineman, your top running back, and your quarterback. And somebody you know, the, has the, to go. The, the salary cap just doesn't go. And that Traylon far. Burks from Arkansas, the rookie, he had, he had yeah. a decent game. He, I think, I don't know. I think He's just going to have to pay. He had four or five receptions. I think he'll he, come on. Brown didn't come on immediately. No, and, and, he had to, and he had wide to receivers, wide receivers in an NFL, they'll they'll tell you they're just about a three year learning yeah. curve on wide receivers. I've heard that. You know, just because of the speed of the game, right? And you know, you know there's and, and the nuances and, the and, and nuances getting used of, to the getting used to the level of 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 covering uh, the 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 small windows, <laughs> right? Right. You know, it, it, between the quarterback and the and the wide receiver, that, that's a tough learning curve because it's a tremendously different game and between Jaylen, college and pros. Jalen Hurts ran for ninety yards, and he's quarterback. I mean, did you know yeah. when he's he's his father is a high school quarterback. He's from mm-hmm. Texas. I want to say I can't remember. Plain view or something like that. But anyway, before he went to Alabama and they were in the weight room, he he 
could squat 600 pounds as a high school senior and a quarterback. That's yeah, that a, doesn't surprise me. That's a lot of weight. Yes, it is. That's a lot of weight, squatting 600 pounds as a quarterback. I'm not talking about, you know, this is this is, this well, is a skill the, position. The, the difference between the quarterbacks and the running backs and the linemen now in strength is getting – that gap is smaller and smaller and smaller. Okay. I mean, you look at, look, look at Henry. He's bigger than most of his linemen. Absolutely. Probably a little bit stronger I would, and I would a whole lot faster. I would <laughs> Miami beat Miami beat uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, it was the battle of the Alabama quarterbacks. Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. Say that about five times Tua, fast. Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> and uh, Mac Jones went at it uh, Sunday, and Tua came out the winner, twenty to seven. Uh, and New England, we put seven, we put seven points up. What does that tell you? That tells you that Miami has always had a decent defense. Why Tua has been there? The problem is there have been no weapons for Tua to go to. That's been a problem at Miami. But with Tyree Kill now, Jalen Waddle, um, Chase Edmonds at running back, uh, you know there are some parts and pieces in the offense where Tua can really uh, showcase his arm. And put some points on the board, and Miami might be a force. I, I, I'm not saying they're they're Buffalo Bills material or Kansas City, but they might be about third in line right now. Yeah, they're they're going to be the team. You know, that put, what a lot of team people call the spoilers that, that that can sneak up on you and get you, and and, and don't and get, may sneak in, I mean, and may sneak in in a wild card somewhere. And let's not get too let's not get too far out of uh, too far ahead of our skis here because it's just the first weekend. I mean, let's this, this be totally honest. It's just the first weekend. Yeah, uh, you know, Tennessee didn't look too good on the first weekend last year either. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's always room for improvement, and there's always there's always room for screwing stuff up oh, yeah. later. I mean, you know, it's hard to tell from the from the very first first ball game. But I mean, Miami holding a Bill Belichick offense to seven points uh, is a little bit telling in 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 the. New England offensive into the into into the field and Miami's defense, uh, how decent they are um, as as we move forward. Now Kansas City went to Arizona and just put the beat down. That game was never even close. It was twenty four to seven, thirty four to seven, and then uh, Arizona scores a couple of late touch, touchdowns for a final forty four twenty one. I like the over in that game. Remember, I talked to you about. One Friday, when I think it was when we were doing the Mount, the show from Mount Pleasant High School, and I said, you know, over unders are made uh, are made to go over, right, right? Right. The higher the higher the over under, intuitively backwards. The trend is the highest. Yeah. The higher the over under, bet the right. over. The lower the over under, bet, bet under. under. Yeah, and and that's a reason why. Yesterday. The highest total in the in the NFL was Arizona at fifty three and a half, and I saw it at fifty four. I bet over it. The lowest was San Fran at Chicago at forty. I bet under. Guess what? Both of them hit. So I'm just telling you. Yeah, the trend is the trend the, is there, and, and it, it seems counterintuitive, but you're well, right. That's the reason why they makers, set them like that. Right. The odds makers are also you know they they know that they, they know set what that trend they is set too. that down at forty and twenty nine points was. 29 points were scored, and they said it at 40, you know, and everybody's saying, oh, golly, you know, they could score more than 40 points. 40 points Between the two teams. Between, yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, a total of 40 points, they can score 41 points. Yeah, that's points. 20 that's, points that, per team. Yeah, that's no big deal. Well, the NFL, they're going to score 19 to 10, game over, you know, and, and you've lost your money because you figured it was such a low total. total. 
But if you think like this, the reason it's a low total is because these teams are not going to score a lot between each other. And if you if you look at a high total, like 54 points, you go, well, that's a lot of points, man. I see that's 20. It's almost, you know, that's getting close to 30 points apiece. Well, guess what? They scored 60. How would you have liked to have they called? They scored 65. Uh, what was the Kansas City-Los Angeles game a couple of years ago? Yeah, they, well, they were the final score was 69 to 67. <laughs> I'd like to have the over in that one for sure. Uh, and, you know, our uh, and, you know, and, and we're going to talk about upsets. And, and I know a lot of Titans fans and, and people up in Franklin, if you're listening to me, uh, a lot of people and a lot of people, Columbia area where we're broadcasting from, Spring Hill, Middle Tennessee, people go to those games and they sit up there and they cheer their hearts out and, and 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 they're invested in the Titans. And, you know, the Titans are going to be okay. They stumbled a little bit yesterday. They made a couple of bonehead calls that hopefully the coaches will learn from and uh, play the odds a little bit better and give the ball to number 22 when you need a yard. Uh, they they got upset just, yesterday. And, just and don't they, outthink yourself. I and, mean, that's – You know, it was, it was a tale of – you know, that book, The Tale of Two Cities. This is a tale of two, two halves. halves. Yep. And this and the first half was all Titans. The second half was all Giants. And Dayball Dable made the right call and went for. At this point, uh, he's the hero now. He could yep. be a zero. Could have been a zero, but he was the hero yesterday because he went for two. And, yeah, and, uh, and 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 from the coaching standpoint, a lot of times if you're in that situation, uh, the odds or the you know the tendency, if you're the visiting team and you've just come back and you're within that one point, it's better to go for two and go ahead and go for the win right. and, and end it and not go into overtime well, he, away from home. He sure made the right call yesterday. at that time, it worked out for him. Okay. I told you I was going to give you the Magic 8-ball pick, and I got the Magic 8-ball out at home earlier this afternoon before I came to the studio. And the Magic 8-ball says, take the points tonight at home, Monday, Monday night football dog, even though they're going up against their old quarterback – Seattle plus the six and a half. If you can get it to seven, get it to seven by the extra half a point. But Magic Eight Ball says plus six and a half. Seattle tonight. We are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He is Coach Mike. We're out of here till Thursday. We're going to be back at four o'clock. Tune in then. 